Hey, what's up? Welcome back, guys. This is Amber. And this is Derek. We are with Quad State Paranormal, and we are back. It's Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Uh, it's a really nice day here. It's nice, sunny, and breezy. So wherever you guys are listening from, I hope you're having a wonderful day. We are back. It's been a long, long journey. We're here with episode two. <laughs> <laughs> but a big shout out and thank you to everyone that has uh, clicked our link and liked our stuff and followed us and you know uh, gave us five star reviews on itunes you know that helps us out quite a bit keeps our podcast going uh so we really appreciate it we've had a lot of people that have actually listened to us already and it's only been one episode so we're really excited about that and hoping that we can keep bringing you guys more crazy content yeah that's crazy to think about it was our first episode and we've had you know, a lot more than I expected. So even if you listen for a couple minutes, we still appreciate that. So thank you. Yeah. Even if you find our voices annoying and you're like, oh, I don't want to hear yeah, this. Yeah, I know. People. I hate my voice. I would not. <laughs> like, I would listen for like 10 seconds and be like, nope, I'm done. Right. So yeah. sorry. Sorry I have a terrible voice, you guys. And I hate to I hate to say that, but I do that to some podcast anyway. I go through. I'm like, I'm going to check this one out. And you hear them talk. I'm like, yeah, I can't handle that. Oh, but you have a nice voice. So, I know. Country, little southern. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, moving on, we have got, well, I mean, kind of a, a crazy episode today, I guess. Um, if you, obviously, you've read the title of this, um, you know, we're going to talk about Ouija boards. Also called spirit boards, talking board, even, I think it at one point was even called a good luck board. So, I don't know what, um, like, contacting the possibility of contacting evil entities could be good luck. But maybe it's, maybe it's maybe, like, maybe it's not oh, you're evil. summoning, uh, you could possibly summon a demon by this. Okay, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> oh, that could be, yeah. <laughs> good luck with this uh, adventure you're getting ready to go on. You know, but a lot of people think that it is a thing that, um, you know, you can contact, you know, your old relatives or whatever. Yep, loved and, you ones. Know, uh, grandparents or whatever. Um, but, I mean... Chances are you have come across your fair share of Ouija boards as a kid, or you've heard stories of them. I mean, every if you haven't been living under a rock, you know what these are. Um, but if you have been living under a rock, here's a, here's a quick refresher. Uh, Ouija board consists of uh, board, you know, it's a board printed with letters and numbers uh, with a heart-shaped uh, plank, also known as a, is it planchette? Planchette, is that it's what it's something. called? Yeah. I always call it that thing, but whatever. The pointer. Yeah, yeah. that thing. <laughs> um, it, and, you know, that thing uh, slides smoothly over the board. Uh, and it's supposed to be on its own uh, to relay messages from the spirit world. Uh, with that being said, the planchette moves only with participants' interaction. Uh, so when, you know, in Hasbro, I think they've actually got, you know, their own versions of these that you can get at Toys R Us, if you can find a Toys R Us anywhere that, ever, um, because, you know, they're not around anymore. Right. But yeah. I think even Walmart still sells them, um, but they're marketed solely as a game, you know, quote, unquote, air quotes. <laughs> um, but when uh, the Ouija board was first marketed in, like, 1890, it was billed as a method uh, which the living could communicate with the dead. Yeah, back then, like, the spiritualism was really, um, it it was really popular. Like, now it's kind of more of, like, a, you know, some people are not um, as open to that as what they were back then. But back sure. then, I mean, it was, um, I mean, a, that was a big popular thing to do. Absol and even, absolutely. even I read. Now, I don't believe everything that I read on the Internet, but I did read that President Lincoln's wife would hold seances in the White House. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, and with that, with you saying that, we anything that we read today doesn't necessarily mean that we believe what we're reading. We just want to put that out there. Um, there are, you know, of course, everybody's got their own opinion about stuff. We're just bringing you this little bit of knowledge that we found. Yeah, just things we think are interesting. Right, exactly. So, so we're not saying we believe it. We're not saying we don't believe it. We just found it interesting. The... What was I going to say? Oh, I was talking about where it was marketed in 1890. Um, and it was billed um, as a, 
you know, way to communicate with the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, was an attempt to actually like uh, capitalize on the Victorian obsession, like you were saying earlier, with uh, spiritualism, mm-hmm. uh, the belief that it's possible to communicate with, you know, your relatives and stuff that have passed on. Um, the Ouija board has also had its, uh, you know, believers. There's a lot of people that, you know, like we just said, you know, eh, it may, I, I myself have never messed with these. Now I do, you know, I use K2 meters and I use video recorders and I use a voice recorders and thing. a spirit box, which technically is today's Ouija boards. Right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. We have, uh... You know, as as uh, paranormal investigators and stuff, we have moved at our, uh, you know, as times change, you get new equipment. And it's kind of, you know, using the spirit box or using uh, voice recorders and stuff like that is the equivalent of, you know, what the Ouija board would have been back in the 1800s. Yeah. Um, I think anytime you try to connect with the dead or anything like that at all. It's the same. Right. And in uh, 1916, for example, a woman uh, by the name of Pearl uh, Curran, I don't remember what her last name was, uh, became an overnight celebrity by writing poems and stories that she claimed uh, were dictated by the Ouija board. I read that. Yes, I read a couple. I read that too. (laughs) And she wasn't the only one. There were other people who... um, Oh, who was it that I read about? Um, but she and the, well, and the thing is, is, she thought that the person that was communicating with her from the Ouija board that was helping her with these stories mm-hmm. was from the 17th century. You know, yeah. and, and this it, was in 1916. Can I say name? Can I like say names on this? Yeah. Okay. Um, As long yeah, yeah, that sure, one, go ahead. Go ahead. it was. I think she, by the spirit of 17th century English woman, Patience Worth. Is don't know who that is oh that's the other one you're talking about okay go ahead and then i think her friend emily grant had claimed that a book that she did that her book was through a ouija board is that the one that later on like by the communicated by um samuel clemens yes yep Uh, I, i was sitting there thinking i started saying is that the one about mark twain um but uh, because she was saying that they, you know, that she was trying to write these books and she was trying to communicate with, you know, spirits or whatever, and that the spirit of Mark Twain actually came through and was helping her write these books. Now, I actually think that Mark Twain's foundation or whatever that's called, the little, the, you know, the enterprise that owns all of his mm-hmm. stuff, actually sued her. Oh, yeah. They sued her and they stopped publication of her books. And um, no, none of her books were ever sold, and the ones that were sold were supposed to be burned. Oh wow! Because they, she had um, marketed this as Mark Twain helping her write this through a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. So the the corporation actually made sure that there was none of these books out because she, they felt that it was a marketing scheme. Yeah. Well, he was like you know so well known. So, I, you know, I mean, is that true? I'm not saying it wasn't, but I Mark mean, Twain? It was, no, he oh. no, I know Mark Twain. I was like, how do you not know who Mark Twain I'm is? I'm just saying he was such like a well-known, like <laughs> you know, writer. So what other, you know, like you know, during I'm that time saying, period, yeah, yeah, that would definitely gain you some popular, like some For popularity sure. and stuff. Well, because. Saying, Mark Twain told me to write this. Exactly, because everybody, <laughs> everybody knows who that is. Yeah. So, well, I mean, obviously, because I just asked you, because I thought, yeah, I was going the wrong direction with that. But yeah, so everybody knows who Mark Twain is. So yeah, if you if you go like nowadays, you know, of course, I don't know how they really went about all that whenever um, she had done this, which was in 1916. But nowadays, you'd go on TV. You'd go, you know, do interviews and stuff on TV or late night or whatever. Although I don't ever see authors really on late night shows. But you'd go on TV and you'd, you know, your local news or whatever. And the first time you sat there and you said, I wrote this book. And they're like, oh, this book's great. You know, let's talk about your book. How did you come up with the idea for this? And they, and you say, well, Mark Twain's ghost 
contacted yeah, me through a Ouija board. Definitely going to shoot up your ratings. All like, of a sudden. Everybody's going to want to read this right. book. Right. Everybody's ears are like, what What did she just say? And where can I buy this book? Yes. Because I want to see what Mark, the dead Mark Twain, because, um, you know, is, tell, is telling her. But actually, I believe... Um, Whenever she started doing this, Mark Twain had been dead for ten years. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, know. I was just I, I was just thinking know. about that. Mark Twain had been dead for ten years, um, and then uh, so of course everybody knew of his works, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew about it, and um, so they they knew that they um, no matter what, like you said, no matter what was said everybody's going to know who he is uh-huh. and they're going to go buy this book. Yeah. So that's why Mark Twain's people put a stop to that and said, yeah, I don't think so. Um, you know, we're not going to allow you to do that. Yeah. So on my reasoning, I just, I think it's more of like a publicity stunt there. Oh, cool, for sure. Now, um, although uh, scientist studies have debunked the Ouija board's ability to move uh, without at least a subconscious intervention, is what they said. A Ouija board um, historian, which I didn't know that those people actually existed, <laughs> uh, Robert Murch, uh, takes the position that whether it's science or spirits, that the Ouija board actually does work. Um, he said uh, much of what he figured out was that in the past 130 years, We've been asking Ouija boards questions, and they have been answering. Now, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, it depends on supposedly what you're contacting. Um, the only issue is whether the answers come from the spirit world or our subconscious or from deliberate manipulation. Right. Um, they said, though, that for the unsophisticated, what the Ouija board says, they always take it as 100% truth. Um, the same is true for those also with mental illnesses. So I don't know if they did a study, um, you know, with people with mental illnesses and stuff, you know, compared to people that actually believe a Ouija board is 100%. I don't know where they came right, up with yeah. that. But um, that's precisely why the Ouija board has played you know, played a huge role in some chilling crimes and stories over the years. Um, so, you know, if you look into just different, there, I mean, there's a ton of different um, stories and even crime stuff that have to do with the paranormal, whether or not they are connected to the Ouija board or not. I mean, you go into Amityville or anything like that, that, you know, supposedly... All this stuff, you know, he, he was told and made to, to kill his right, family, yeah. you know, the, he wiped out the whole family. And that was supposedly paranormal related. Um, you know, it was a big case for Ed and Lorraine Warren. But getting onto the Ouija board side of it, not the side, you know, with Amityville, but getting on the Ouija board side of crimes and stuff. I mean, that's there's some stories out there that are just as crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know that, oh, I'm sure everybody knows this, like the movie The Exorcist? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of based, like, wasn't it based, like, she said, like, yeah. it was for, like, performing, like, to, like, using a Ouija board mm-hmm. that started that. That's exactly right, yeah. Now, they say that there is an actual case that happened, like, in St. Louis, Missouri, yep. that was, that The Exorcist was somewhat kind of based off of. Now, yep. I don't know if that one... If that story started with the Ouija board or seance or contacting yeah, spirits, I, would have to I don't do, I would know have to about do more that. Research so if anybody that. does know any more about that, yeah, feel free to send us in your comments. Yeah, that would send, be, shoot us an email. That would be really interesting. To, email shout out. What's our email again? I don't know. You know it's, it. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. It's coming. It's uh, spiritguidesqsppodcast at gmail.com. Man, it, we just set that up when we started the podcast, and I, for the life of me, cannot ever remember it. So it's Spirit Guides QSP Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so all together, no spaces. No spaces, all lowercase, boring. Yeah. Okay. Can um, I add a little something about yeah. Ouija? And I think this actually Luigi came, and, and Mario. We, and like, I don't know how they got the spelling because that in no way looks like it would be pronounced I, Ouija. Yeah. Anytime I go to type it, in, I'm like, yeah, that's not right. Like if anybody, like if you can spell Ouija, 
right the first time. Of course, now that I should know. be a Jeopardy question. But, like, if you, you can spell Ouija right the first time, then props to you. Because <laughs> um, it definitely does not look like it right. would be uh, spelled like that. Um, but how was it in March? The, not March, sorry. But I think March was the one who was to the Professor March or whatever right, you were yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's what I was just talking um, about. Said that one theory on how Ouija got its, the Ouija board got its name is because Bond, who was the very first, I think, the creator of the Ouija board, his sister-in-law, I believe, I don't remember what her name was, uh, she was known to be like a psychic medium. She was using the board, I guess, after it was produced or whatever um or made uh and she was asking what it wanted to be called and it spelled out Ouija and then she asked what that meant and it supposedly spelled out good luck see that's that's interesting because I did not know that but then there's another theory that she had a locket with I think a lady on it and it said um it was actually either on top over the picture of the lady or under um O-U-I-D-A. It was a D instead of a J. So maybe they were thinking like in her subconscious mind, she had that in mind and she but did a J instead huh. of a D. I don't I don't know. Well, I don't really interesting. I don't really get that, but but that's so, one theory on how they came up with the name. So are they saying that the Bond guy actually came up with the name then? Uh, yeah, uh no, his sister in law. Okay. Huh. Well, I mean, that's just a theory. Right, yeah. I mean, and that's just something and I'm sure that I have read. Don't know if it's true. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> sure if you go online, and you may find other stories, too, you know, connected to, to that. But, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. And I think one thing it even said, like, one of the first ones, and I don't know if this is, like, what Bonds was supposed to be or if this was prior to the one Bond made, uh, was an Egyptian good luck board. Huh. So... Seems like I now that's it seems like I have heard about that, but I didn't know it was connected to, you know, the good luck thing or yeah. whatever. Um but uh yeah, getting into some stories that were creepy. I mean, I went online and found some stories and some of them I read were you know, like I did there's no way that that happened. Uh -huh. So I'm yeah. like, you know, I would have had to been there and seeing all this go down and but then there was other stories that you're like hmm well that's interesting yeah. you know um but uh i know there was one that i read that on christmas eve of 2014 so it's really uh, it's not, kinda, not yeah, too long ago not too yeah not too long ago uh paul carroll was using a ouija board in his home in uh consett county in united kingdom um according to carroll um, he was trying to contact the dead when an evil spirit entered his family dog. Yes, I said family dog. <laughs> now, I don't know what kind of dog he had or anything. Maybe this dog was just, he forgot to feed him. You know, I don't know. Was it the dog from Pet Cemetery too? <laughs> it could have been. I have no idea. But yes, I did say, he said an evil spirit entered his family dog. Oh no, that was on the first one. Sorry. Was there a dog on the second one? Oh, you're still talking about the movie. Yes, I'm, I'm I sorry. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? He had two dogs. <laughs> a dog from one of the I Pet Cemetery yeah, movies. There we go. Let's move along. Moving I'm sorry on. I interrupted. <laughs> um, you're used to it by now. But uh, after he thought that this... Keep in mind, Carol um, apparently had learning disabilities also. So, um, But he thought the dog was possessed by this demon. So he drowned the dog. Oh, wow. And dismembered its body. Oh, oh poor dog. <laughs> Afterward, he dumped the body in an outside drain, causing it to be backed up. So the drain started backing oh. up. Uh, when workers were brought in to fix the drain, they discovered the dog's body. Meanwhile, neighbors who had heard the story reported Carol to the police. Well, how do you, does it say how old he was? It didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I'd have to look that up. Like I don't know why I didn't look that up. I'm assuming, yeah. But he was arrested and charged with causing the dog unnecessary suffering. Uh, he pled guilty and received a suspended sentence, but the story took uh, took an even stranger turn in 2015. Uh, just a week after um, 
let's see, just a week after her husband pled guilty. So this is Carol's wife. Oh, okay. Uh, Mar- her name's Margaret. And his daughter, Katrina, were using the same Ouija board when it apparently told them they were going to die. Uh, the next day, the mother and daughter uh, took some prescription drugs and set their house on fire and attempted suicide. So they're trying to kill themselves because of what this Ouija board told them that they're going to die anyway. That's crazy. Uh, luckily, uh, both women were hospitalized, but they both survived. Okay. Uh, no one else was hurt, even though there were explosive gas canisters in the house. <laughs> both Margaret and Katrina were arrested for arson and given four years in prison. Uh, hopefully the family's given up on their Ouija board hobby, <laughs> um, or at least stop blaming their crimes on it. Um, because I do not believe a Ouija board made anybody right. in this family no. do this. No, I don't either. Um, but I read that and I was like, what? You know, that was but one of those like stories. like you said before, I mean, people have blamed murdering people oh, and yeah. just doing bad things. They have blamed it and said that the Ouija board. Yeah, I mean, getting into, it. I mean, you know, that's what I was talking about, you know, getting into crimes and stuff. I think that a lot of people do stuff. Now, I don't know why. Now, maybe think about, you know, if this Carol guy killed the dog, he blamed yeah. the dog. Maybe he didn't like the dog. Yeah. So he killed the dog, threw it in the drain, thinking he'd be done with it, till his life, and then the dog ran off. Right, yeah. Uh, then it started backing up. He ends up going to jail. Well, now the wife's embarrassed, you know, because all this stuff is going on. He's claiming that the Ouija board, blah, blah, blah. So now the wife and the daughter have to do something. Mm-hmm. So they blame the Ouija board. You know, we're just going to kill ourselves because we're embarrassed by right. what he did or whatever. <laughs> and it may not have even been that oh, they really started tried. started over a dog. Yeah. They, and it may... <laughs> it may not they may not have even just really, rehome the dog that's right. all you would have had yeah. to have done but they may not have even tried to kill you know really kill themselves it could have just been a an act yeah you know what i mean now i don't know because i wasn't around so i well, i mean i didn't know anything about the story in 2014 of course i was around but i didn't even know anything about the story but um that's uh just one of those other, you know crazy stories that i read that i was like what yeah. yeah. One I found interesting and, you know, again, not saying I thought it was true. Not saying it's not true, uh, but I did like the story. Um, it's a story of a person named Jay. Um, and this was actually, I think he wrote this in like four years ago. Um, but he is pagan, Wiccan. So he's used to that kind of thing and had gotcha. been using the, you know, those spirit boards for a really long time. And his friends always wanted to use them and, you know, he didn't. And one time they were going to, oh, when's the best time to try to contact the dead? What time of year? I'm assuming you're going for Halloween. Oh, yeah, around Halloween. <laughs> so him and his friends, uh, they were throwing a Halloween party. They wanted the Ouija board. So he's like, okay. He left his sister in charge of that. And he's like, I'm not going to use it, but you guys can. So she was in charge of that. She had, you know, hollered for him to come in there. And apparently his sister and a friend, they both said that they did not manipulate the board, but it had spelled out like an obscenity, you know, and she was really freaked out about it. So Jay's like, all right, let's go eat. Let's play some other games. Um, he said like his sister just looked horrified and just, he said that he will did always. It, it didn't tell you what it spelled out? It did. Oh, well, yeah. We'll, I mean. Uh, we'll keep it. Okay. We'll keep it PG. Yeah. Right, go ahead. <laughs> um, just a bad word. Just Google it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, well, he said that just the look on his sister's face, like you could tell that she was like horrified and, you know that he'll always remember the look on her face. So he said that they, like, cleansed the room or whatever afterwards. Hopefully they, I guess maybe they didn't say goodbye, <laughs> which is a big role with the Ouija board. But um, Yeah, they always say you need to close the Ouija board by saying goodbye yeah. or and making sure that you tell them, you know, that you can't follow us or go with us or whatever and always close it with saying goodbye. Right. I, I didn't uh, read that in my research but i have heard that right uh well anyway he said that they cleansed the room and they went about you know the rest of the party hopefully they had a blast (laughs) (laughs) but nothing happened and for two weeks and then he started seeing like shadow shadow figures he said he saw shadow dogs so there's another dog (laughs) but anyway um maybe it was carol's dog (laughs) i don't know 
But it, he said that, you know, just weird stuff had started happening, and he decided to cleanse the house. And this was two weeks or what? Two weeks after. Two weeks after, after the party. Yeah. Okay. So he decided to cleanse the house. I think he was using sage. and I mean, I think we've all heard about that. He oh, was yeah. cleansing by using sage. Yeah. And he said that he did this little chant and was telling it it was not welcome there, needed to leave. And he said it just started like hurting. Like he could, it was like a, it start, things started getting fuzzy. He was hurting, a burning feeling. And the next thing he remembered was waking up in the hospital. And his like parents and his sister were around. And the doctors had actually ruled that he had tried to kill himself, which he did not. Huh. Um, and he had a bandage on his arm. And he said, oh, another thing he said he kept hearing like taps of three. You know, before mm. we like, and that's one of the reasons he he, and the, he cleanses. And it. for those that don't know any, anything in the paranormal world and investigating and stuff, three taps is supposed to be a demonic, demonic kind of making fun of the the Trinity, mm -hmm. you know, the Holy Trinity. Um, so whenever you know you're at some place that's supposedly be you know supposed to be demonic or something, they always do the the tapping of three. And even like the claws marks of three, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. Yep. But anyway, he said on his arm there were actually three claw marks, and I guess one of them had went over his wrist. Oh, wow. So, and that's apparently why they think he uh, tried to tried kill to himself. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, did that stop him from using the Ouija board? No. Jay, what an idiot. Jay is a champ, and he still <laughs> uses <laughs> the Ouija board. So, Jay, wherever you are, I hope you are doing well. So, you know, if this happens, if anybody, He's not here if anybody knows who <laughs> Jay is, Jay, I want to know how you are. Message hey, Jay, us. send us an email <laughs> at spiritguidesqsppodcast. Yeah, I want to know if to this day, because this was four years ago that you submitted this story. I want to know if you just are still, have you had any more bad experiences with Ouija boards? Just don't uh, type our email address in with your Ouija board. <laughs> Oh, wow. hey, he did add, he did add on there some specific rules for, um, if you, and I'm just gonna, like, go through the ones that I can remember. Be respectful. Don't have, ne don't have any negative thoughts while you're using the Ouija board. Um, don't antagonize spirits. Don't make fun of spirits. Uh, and always say goodbye. So I can see that. Like, if you are feeling negative, you are letting negative things in. Right. I can see. I also like. I I actually did use a Ouija board when I was young. Nothing happened. I didn't no experiences. Nothing happened. Uh, it didn't move on its own. So I actually have never had an experience with the Ouija board. I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. I think you have to more so. You really have to believe that that's going to happen. Just like kind of like omens and signs. Like I don't think that just uh, people are going to see omens and signs. If they don't believe in that. I think that the people who do believe in that are going to. Right. But that kind of what you just said, is, you know, where you said, um, uh, you were talking about how nothing happened um, and that you really have to believe that something uh -huh. could happen. Well, that comes in with the subconscious. Yeah, that's very You're, true. Anytime. Yeah. Kind of like what I said in the last episode about going to paranormal places that you've heard millions of stories about. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody, kind of like I said at the beginning, has heard stories regarding Ouija boards. Or, um, you know, I, I remember sitting in church pew and um, when I was younger and uh, we were having uh, you know, a guest preacher and he was talking about the Ouija board. And I remember him saying that he, he knew... Um, three kids that were in the in a field they used a Ouija board and something scared them so bad they jumped up and left everything and ran you know I don't remember how a couple of miles to um to one of their houses and uh you know wanted to get a hold of the preacher mm -hmm. you know so but when there it doesn't matter if you're at a yard sale it doesn't matter if you're walking in an aisle at Walmart as soon as you see that box that says Ouija mm -hmm. on it, you automatically yes. know what it is and you automatically know um, the stories right, that yep. you've heard, whether it's the movies mm -hmm. that were terrible, <laughs> that we, you know, that, um, but uh, I mean, you know, you know something that goes with this. So 
whenever you buy it. You're not buying it because you're like, oh, what board game should I play tonight? You know, and you're going through trying to figure out which game that you want to buy for the family. Don't, whenever you see that, you are you know what you're right, doing. Yeah. You know why you're buying that. And um, so you, you grab that, you go home, and you're trying to contact mm -hmm. spirits. That's exactly what it is. Um, so... But that goes into the you know that subconscious that you just talking about that you really 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 have to believe that something's going to happen, and whenever you get to that point that you are you know something's going to happen, you're going to make it happen. Yes. Either you're going to move the planchette on your own, mm -hmm. or uh, you know you are going to start hearing noises that are probably natural house settling noises yep. or something. You know. Um, now, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I am not putting down anybody who says that they have done this and, uh, you know, kind of like I was joking about Jay just a little ago. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not putting down any stories. I was not there. Right. So, um, it's hard for me to believe uh, just because I don't use this per se, but I have caught voices and stuff on recorders. Well, that's kind of how I am. Like, I definitely think that you could, you could get stuff from, you know, a recorder or a spirit box. So I'm kind of hypocritical because I'm like, well, I believe that. So why can't I not believe about Ouija? But what I kind of do, like, I feel like if you are there, I believe that if you really believe in that spirit board, that maybe, you know, just maybe... You could, you know, that you are going to get something. But like you said, I think a lot of the time it probably is you're self-conscious and you want to believe so bad that you are going to believe. Yeah, that's exactly like in, what any happened little to, shadow or to any, Fox like, Mulder. Any... <laughs> he wanted to believe in aliens. <laughs> but any shadow, any breeze, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's a spirit. That's definitely that's a spirit. Any exactly. little When thing. it's the air conditioner yes. kicking on. Yes. Yeah. I've been to, I've been to many investigations at homes that I was contacted about that, um, you know, people are like, well, this door, you know, we'll be sitting on the couch watching TV and you know, that door just about the same time every night just swings wide mm -hmm. open real slow. Well, and then you realize that, you know, it's the laundry room and then you hear the air conditioner kick on and it's causing that suction and it pops that door because the door wasn't completely shut, you yeah. know, and it causes that door to swing open. Just like orbs, yeah. orbs and videos and pictures and stuff. Just, you know, that's because, another topic for another time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just let me not think. You know, we've talked about this before. How a lot of people put so much faith into the orbs and stuff, and it's like, well, you know, it could, you know, a lot of it it's could dust. Be. You know, I mean, I do believe that you can capture. There's some that you can look orbs. at that you can tell that they are not bugs yeah. and that they are or not dust, dust. Yeah. or just specks of anything. But about, else. but about ninety percent of the time, it can be dust yeah. you know or bugs or but it's something. like look the fan was going at that time right exactly that, that video or like that picture was taken so you know dust is flying around the room and yeah hey if i was ever going to do a ouija board i have always said this you know if i was ever going to do that again i because i think you would get better results if you made if you made it yourself the one i used when i was a kid it was a store-bought one I don't think a store-bought one is going to make one that you actually put together yourself. I don't think that matters. Really? Well, that's just like, I can go buy a voice recorder anywhere. Yeah. And they work. Mm. Well, anyway, these jurors... It's not a voodoo doll. Well, I just, I still think that it would, <laughs> I think that, like, I think it would work better if it was a homemade one. One that you I, made yourself. The... These, let me tell my story real quick. <laughs> it's, these jurors, this... I don't know how factual this is. It's just something I read. I think this happened. You told a story about the United Kingdom earlier. This happened in the United Kingdom, I think. Can I be sued if I use names that I read on the internet? Oh, I don't yeah. No, no, no. I don't you know, that's, be, that's public knowledge. I don't want to be sued, and I didn't Plus, go... everything on the internet's true. <laughs> I didn't go to any, like, actual factual record database and, like... No, I know the story you're getting ready to tell, and it was on two or three different pages. You're not going to get in trouble. Stephen Young, I think, was yeah. the guy's name. He was on trial for a murder of the Fuller's, not I the think. the guy from the 49ers. I don't know who that is. He was the quarterback. Anyway, go ahead okay. on. But anyway, this guy had supposedly killed um, a couple. Um, I think he shot them, or at least shot the wife and then killed the husband. Yeah. Um, and the jurors 
supposedly four of them, I think, had made a makeshift. They made their own Ouija board, um, and that's how they came up with their verdict, and I think they found them guilty, and it came out a little bit later. I don't know if it was weeks or a month or however however much time had passed, but one of the jurors had, had you know, came forward with this information. So, anyway... The, you know, Stephen, I'm pretty sure his name was Stephen. It was, it was. I Um, remember the story. He got a retrial and he he did actually get convicted. Well, didn't they, uh, they used a glass as the planchette? I don't remember. remember. Cardboard? Was it a piece of cardboard? Well, I don't remember that, but I remember they, they they used, yeah, and they used a, like a wine glass as the planchette, um, to ask, uh, if the guy was guilty. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, after you know they went back and they had told uh the other jurors you know what this had happened and that's how they found him guilty the first time i do remember right, i remember yeah. reading that yeah that's crazy like but and but like you said he ended up getting a retrial but he was found guilty he during was, that yeah. retrial too um but i don't think the retrial had anything to do with the Ouija board mm-hmm. though surely they didn't use the same jurors right no um but, uh, well, that's like, uh, back in December of 2007, um, a 16-year-old, again, not too long ago. You said 2007? 2007, okay. still in the 2000s. Um, a 16-year-old named uh, Joshua Tucker and a 15-year-old named Donald Schwalzlin. I think it's Schwalzlin, Schwalzlin. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, uh, trying to pronounce that last name's like, uh. Do we need to use the Ouija board to see how to pronounce Absolutely it? Absolutely not. But I, um, that's, uh, I feel like the whole, oh, the little squirrel guy on Ice Age. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, go on with your anyway, story. Um, yeah, let's see. He asked the Ouija board if they could become serial killers. Like, wow. why would that even be a question? I don't know. But um, they asked who their uh, who they should kill first, and the Ouija board spelled out mom. Oh, wow. So on the night of December 19th, the pair uh, were drinking uh, cough syrup <laughs> in uh, Schwazlin, I think that's how it said, uh, Schwazlin's home while they were hanging out. Uh, Schwazlin's... Uh, 13-year-old sister, Elizabeth, was talking on the phone in the house. And out of nowhere, Tucker, who was, uh, you know, Schwazlin's friend, uh-huh. he was, again, 16 years old, um, took a knife and stabbed her in the throat. Oh, wow. Uh, the two teenage boys then hid the body and tried to clean up the blood. And when... Uh, and this was the, sis- the sister they That was killed. the sister. Okay. And then uh, when uh, Donald's mom who was 41 at the time, came in, Lori, um, she started looking for the daughter. Um, Tucker attacked her as well. Uh, she managed to call 911, but police didn't respond in time. Imagine that. Uh, when Tucker's knife broke, so apparently he had stabbed her that many times and the knife oh, broke, wow. uh, Donald actually gave Tucker a dumbbell and a, and a butcher knife to finish off his mom. Uh, Lori died on the way to the hospital. After the murder, the two men uh, who were covered in blood got in a car and tried to flee the scene. Um, they were arrested a short time later. Uh, Schwalins, uh, you see, he was given only nine and a half years in prison only because he wasn't the one. Years? He wasn't the one that killed them. That is crazy. Uh, but Tucker got forty-one oh. years. Um, I kind of feel like, you know, I mean, even though be... he was 16, he was 15, they should have been in there for life. Yeah, definitely. I don't he's understand. Be, yeah, I mean, there's a, you know, if he doesn't die or get killed in prison, he's, I mean, he's still going to, you know, he'll yeah, be able, there's don't... a chance like he's going to walk out of prison and he killed some, he killed two people. Right. He killed his family. Well, and Or, that, well, was it his family or it was, his friends' it family? It was that schwollen. Pinecone is my favorite. <laughs> But that's what I feel like. I keep trying to pronounce his name. But he, uh, it was that Schwarland or Schwarzland or whatever his last name was, guy. That was his family, his sister and his mom. But the Joshua Tucker guy was the one that actually killed okay. both of them. So because um, Donald uh, Schwarland was given or was there and he 
technically participating. Uh -huh. I mean, he gave him the knife and the dumbbell. Uh -huh. They only gave him nine and a half yeah. years. Um, but he didn't actually kill anybody. But still, they should both be right, alive. Right, definitely. For sure. Um, but again, that all started with them using this Ouija uh -huh. board. Asking if they should become serial killers. Knowing that one of them, <laughs> probably Tucker, pushed it and said, yes. <laughs> you know? And uh, maybe... You know, he was staying the night at that dude's house, and he didn't like his mom. Yeah. Like, oh, says we should kill your mom. Because <laughs> we need to take her out. Didn't say anything about the sister, though, so I wonder why they killed yeah. her. I guess because Ouija board said they were going to be huh. serial killers. I don't know. Hey, the J guy who I got my story from, mm -hmm. that was one of his rules. You should never ask about the future. Never huh. ask about the future. And that's kind of like been on movies too, I think, where uh -huh. they ask like if someone's going to die or who's going to die. I wouldn't want to ask any questions like that anyway because I would not want to know. I don't want to know when I'm going right, to die. Yeah. Yeah. I get a, what was that movie we watched where I had to time the countdown? Oh, I don't know. But yeah. I downloaded was, that yeah. app to see what it said. <laughs> and I was hesitant on downloading yeah. the app, you know. I didn't as download a joke. it. I did, just to see what it would say. But, and it, you know, and it started counting down, you know, yeah. and you're just like, oh, wonder how accurate this is. <laughs> I think you had a long time on yours, though. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember we'll just go with that. But I, oh, yeah, I don't remember it either. But you, I'm pretty sure you had a long time, but did I you, would not. Did you have another story? <laughs> no. I've got one more. Just because, I mean, all the stories I read were just, like, kind of, like, short. Yeah. And, and that was the longest to do most interesting one that I had right. read about. Well, I've got one more that actually involves... Uh, the U.S. Army. <laughs> so, uh, first off, you know, shout out to any military-related person. Thank you guys yeah, for everything you do. You, you without, and your families for your sacrifices. Yeah, without you guys, there's absolutely no way that we'd be sitting here doing this, um, you know, and having fun or whatever. So, again, a thousand times, thank you for everything you've done, everything your family's done, because we know they've been through sacrifices too. Right. Um, but uh, we appreciate everything you guys have done. Now, moving on to this U.S. Army story. In November of 1989, six U.S. Army intelligence analysts, all with top-secret security clearances, started experimenting with the supernatural while stationed in West Germany. And I've had friends from high school that have been stationed in West Germany. Oh, okay. Um, of course not 1989, right. but you know, but, um, yeah, you're not that, you're not that old. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Although they dabbled in everything from tarot cards to ESP, um, analyst Vance Davis said that they only had any success with the Ouija board. Uh, when they used that, he said they were contacted by a number of spirits who supposedly predicted events like an earthquake in Iran and the Gulf War. In May of 1990, the Ouija board started to tell the analysts that they should begin preparing for Jesus' return. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, because the rapture was going to happen within the next five years. I have heard that my whole life. Uh, anytime I talk, and I'm not going to get religious life. on here, but anytime I have... You know, they talk about the rapture and stuff and the end time. It always makes me think, I saw this book, and you can go on eBay right now and probably Amazon, and you can see this book. And it's 88 Reasons Why Jesus is Coming Back in 1988. <laughs> and then there also, there was that big deal with the year 2000. Yes. You I know, know. that, mm -hmm. I mean, everything was shut down. People were selling all their stocks and everything because they really thought that was the end. Um, But, yeah. Um, but... You know, again, these people in 1990, they thought Jesus was going to come back uh -huh. in the next five years. Uh, when that proved difficult, uh, let's see, the rapture of the last five years. When that proved difficult to do while in the military, the board told them they should leave, just leave. Um, so... They got another message after that. I'm just trying to think of what it was. I think it said, leave, just leave, and then things will work out, was the, was the next message. So on July 3rd, all six intelligent officers all went AWOL. So they believed this board enough uh -huh. that they just said, forget this, we're, we're out of here. Um, and boarded a flight from uh, Manic to Atlanta. 
From there, they made their way to uh, Gulf Breeze, Florida, which is known for its UFO sightings. They were hoping to meet a psychic friend who lived in that area. You may already be aware that the board was wrong on the rapture. <laughs> um, and it uh, you know did not occur in the mid-1990s, because obviously we're still here. Um, instead, the six men were arrested in Florida by police um, five days after deserting. Uh, they were found guilty of going AWOL, forced to forfeit half a month's pay, and discharged mm. from the military. Um, two years after going AWOL, Davis tried to set the record straight after taking uh, the Los Angeles after taking the Los Angeles race riots of 1992 as a sign of the approaching rapture. Oh, okay. Um, when asked if the men went AWOL expecting to meet Jesus <laughs> on a UFO, he told the associate, Associated Press, how ridiculous can you get? Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ. Why would he come back in a flying saucer? <laughs> I have a lot of comments about this story, but I'm going to save most of them for a different time. Um, huh. I mean, I read that and I was just kind of kind of shocked yeah. that people thought that way. Um, I know there's different religions and different beliefs and different... I just... I had no words. Right, yeah. I mean, there was no words to go with that story. I just couldn't believe that people really thought that. Right. Enough so. Again, all star from Ouija board. Mm -hmm. Oh, you had talked about the tarot cards in the story too. Yeah. I think the tarot cards are kind of cute. cute. I had I had tarot cards when I was a kid. I don't think I did them right, but and I never really like, you know, believed in them. They right. were just like it, it was a game. I mean, some people, you know, they actually they actually put a lot of faith into those tarot cards. Though. Absolutely. And I've just known it as just a, a game. You know, I've wanted to get my daughter, like, you know, our, I wanted to get our daughter some tarot cards. But, you know, we didn't just because I don't want that to, I don't want it to start anything. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's just a fun game. It's For uh, other people, it's I mean, that's you know, exactly like the Ouija board. Like, you know, it's kind of like their religion. It's, it's, so. it, I mean, you look at tarot cards, you look at the Ouija board or anything, you know, anything pertaining to the supernatural or paranormal. And, uh, you are, you know, some people find it as entertainment. Well, we have taken her along with us, you know, using the K2 meter. So that's kind of the, you know. Oh, yeah. And I she mean, really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, I mean, they, you know, we took both the kids um, with us one time uh, to the Bloomfield Road thing. Yep. Um, and, and they lo they loved it. Yeah, they had they fun. Had they were fun. like so into it. So I mean, I know we we might get a lot of maybe some backlash from that taking kids on our paranormal. Yeah, but we didn't take them anywhere that we thought was dangerous. No, it wasn't. Um, dangerous. We didn't think. You know, it was just. And they didn't do any of the communicating. No. Let's set that. Let's. They, yeah. they just used the. They used just helped us use the K two meters. Yeah, we didn't so. do any. Uh, anything like that out there with them um so you know we're not putting of course we're not putting our family in danger at all right um but uh you know they wanted to go and we thought it would be fun just to take them uh to an open location like that that was just supposed to be kind of like sightings or whatever nothing bad right you know but uh yeah what are but at the cemetery remember jace yeah told you to use your one little Cemetery. Yeah, in Illinois. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We had went like, to. Uh, use your. What was that called? Kaskaskia Fort. It was the cemetery. It was the, yeah, at the old Kaskaskia fort, was. fort. And I, yeah, I don't think I don't know if I'll be able to pull up what the name of that cemetery was. But he wanted you to use your. Uh, I don't know what that camera's called. The, it's your. It's an app on. I know, like the you know paranormal investigators, you know, have the big fancy ones, but you have the little. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what you're... Yeah, it's the one that picks up the anomal the anomalies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, um... Oh, God. SLS? Is yeah, it SLS? Yeah, that's, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, SLS. God, I was, yeah, I was lost over <laughs> What is that app? Maybe one of these days we'll actually We didn't pick anything up on that, though. One, yeah, but... we didn't pick up on anything But it was that, funny because Jason was like, oh, you know... You yeah, he knew. Yeah. He knew what to do. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, maybe he'll follow in the footsteps. Uh, 
of paranormal mm-hmm. investigating. But yeah, so it was cool that he knew to do that. He, he actually was the one too that said, uh, "Use your recorder." Yeah. You know, because I thought I what it was is we were walking away. We were at a cemetery that had like um, graves from 1800s yeah, at the, around this fort, and um, we were walking away to go check out another part. And I thought I heard a whisper that said "hello." Um, as we were walking away. So I stopped and I just kind of listened and, uh, you know, to see if I heard anything again. Of course I didn't. And then, uh, they kind of turned around and asked what was going on. I told them. And first thing Jay says was get your recorder out. (laughs) So, you know, so that was kind of cool. Uh, proud paranormal moment there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, you know, we didn't end up getting anything on recorder or anything, but yeah, it was, that was kind of a neat thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on, uh, the Ouija board? Um, again, you know, I posted some stuff. Make sure to follow us on social media, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, tell your friends about our podcast, get them to go and like it and subscribe. Um, give us five stars on, um, iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. We're on any, any of the major ones. We're there. Um, so, you know, just look us up and, Again, thank you all for listening and following us. Um, we really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, you know, just help help us spread the word um, about our website on Facebook, Quad State Paranormal. Um, and, uh, you know. We appreciate you listening to us. And if you... Uh... If you do, if you have any plans on messing with the Ouija board, any, <laughs> any contact in Jay the, in the near <laughs> in the near future. Yeah, just stay safe and um, contact, yeah. contact Jay. <laughs> stay safe, be respectful, and always say goodbye. But uh, also one more thing, um, if you have any any uh, ideas for like a, a topic or a next story, shoot us an email. Um, oh, you could do the email or even on Facebook, yeah, the uh, oh, Quad Facebook. State Paranormal. Yeah, send us That's a message on there. That's what we are on there, there so. Um, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll try to work in maybe, you know, the topic you suggest. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like interacting with, you know, people who follow us. For sure, So definitely, absolutely. we would love to use one of you guys' stories or even a topic or something like that. That'd be great. But that's about all I've got. I know, me too. So. Well, you guys enjoy the week. Um, we'll have a new episode for you coming up uh, probably by next Sunday. Uh, so stay safe and yeah, yeah. well in the words of uh, the Ouija board <laughs> goodbye goodbye <laughs>